0: You are listening to the TF Cast, a Mankato based arts and culture podcast where we hear stories of upcoming projects and get to know the people making things happen all across southern Minnesota. We recorded this episode of the podcast on February 15th, 2020. Hey, I'm Willis. I'm Jake. We're here with Abby. Abby. <laughs> who is
1: our first ever visual artist on the TF Cast?
2: Really? But also
1: a musician and uh, a million other things, as we're about to find out. Yeah, the
0: resume goes on. I can send
2: Um, you my CV. (laughs) This
0: Um, is episode four of the TF cast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your art, just who you are.
2: Um, I'm a painter. Um, I make paintings. Mm -hmm. Um, Abstract, colorful blob things. That's pretty much it.
0: What, what are I'm the materials you use? Um, I
2: use, okay, acrylic on fabric. Hmm. So not canvas. Not canvas. Yeah, it could be. I've painted on bed sheets before. Um, pretty much anything. But mostly, recently, it's been this fabric I got from, is it called the woolen mill in St. Peter? You heard of it? No. Oh, okay. Well, it's a place in St. Peter. It's called sateen. It's like satin, but not... Hmm. So that's what I've been using. Um, but I also draw. I'm currently doing a project called the One Hundred Day Project. Um, where you make drawing for hundred days.
1: You did that last year too, mm-hmm. right?
2: And the year before and the year before that. So this is the fourth year in a row that I've done it. So
0: is that a social competition, like where you kind of um, release stuff every day or were you just like a practice?
2: A little bit of both. It's not necessarily a competition. It's the idea behind it is to Make something every day for 100 days. Mm-hmm. Focus on things that you want to focus on. So
1: yeah. I think
2: last year I focused on one line. So using one line without picking up the pen or marker or whatever I used. And um, just to be able to make a drawing with one line. The year before mm-hmm. that it was like patterns, shapes, color. So it's just make whatever you want for 100 days, but don't try and make a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm. I've heard of things like that for musicians where they'll make a jam every day or something like that. And, oh, yeah. So that's fun.'. I, that's pretty is fun. that one an art thing exclusively? or it's, I'm sure it's,
2: it's, it's well, it's the 100 Day project. So okay. I think it uh, initially it started off as like, an, you know, an art thing, mm-hmm. visual art. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like the 100day or org. You can go to the website, and you can read all about it. Hmm. Yeah, I think some students from, like, Michigan State developed it or something like that, so. That's cool. Yeah. It's a fun time.
0: I like, the the idea of that kind of mm-hmm. just working through something and yeah. doing a lot of repetitions, because that helps you get into a different totally. space with art.
2: Well, just, like, doing it. Like, mm-hmm. don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Could you explain a little bit? You you have a, a very definite style. I don't know if everyone's seen some of your paintings, but you described it earlier very briefly as like blob art. Um, mm-hmm. What what is your inspiration, or what what inspires you to work in that style, or brought you know, brought you to where you are?
2: Okay, um, it's hard to describe because I haven't thought about this in a long time. Um, because when I was going to grad school, the University of Delaware are the blue hens, what we just discussed. Um, I was working through a lot of different styles, I guess black and white, black and gray, line work, shapes, colors, whatever. Um, but then I landed on what I'm creating now, which is just really solid, opaque um, shapes that are kind of plastered. Um, it's more or less right now what I'm making. I'm just trying to push through to continue making. Which is, I guess you could say kind of sad, because painting is one of those things where it's not like I, I mean, I want to do it, but I feel obligated to do it as well. It's one of those things where you just have to do it. It's like part of my bloodstream or something. Um, So I guess my inspiration is daily life, which is um, really not that inspiring most days, but do you um, find
0: it's hard to get inspired and get in the mood for that? Or? Totally.
2: Yes. Yeah. Resistance is so real. It hurts. Um, um, I don't know. Do you struggle with resistance?
0: Sometimes when I'm... Yeah, sometimes with music, I hit, you hit a wall yeah. and you're trying to like figure out what the inspiration for the next project's going to be.
2: Yeah. So um, it's really hard for me to create some days, most days actually. So if I don't force myself to do it, then it never gets done. Mm. Um, so,
0: so is the structure of it help then? just kind of, do you try to structure those things like your practice, your hundred day practice? Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah. And so it's, I've been structuring, I guess I've been doing the 100 day project. So I've just been focusing on that. Um, typically mm-hmm. when I'm finished with the 100 day project, which is around like mid April, cause I always started on January 1st. Um, I'm able to like go in, just like go into painting, and I'm able to just do it. Mm-hmm. You know that resistance isn't really there anymore, so so that's helpful. Mm. Um, but yeah, I forgot the question.
1: We we're talking about inspiration. <laughs> I I have seen I last time I saw a body of your work together. I think it was actually in Rush Smoke Some Liquor. Oh yeah. There was some of them that to me appeared like they were portraits of objects or like yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I am Yeah. I'm no, that correct. makes sense. Um but I I didn't I was kind of trying to ask if if you were doing, you know, still life looking at something or if it was something that, you know, you just I don't
2: know. Yeah. imagined. Well, I'm totally yeah, I'm not looking at anything. It all just it comes from here and um it's kind of like free free form writing,
0: mm-hmm. I
2: guess, cuz it's just like free form painting. Um, it's, and I think that's probably why it's so hard for me to describe, um, because I'm not working off of anything. Um, I'm not really looking at anything and then trying to like portray it by any means. Um, I also think that while I'm working on them, they are kind of like each shape, colorful shape represents maybe like a conversation or like beings that exist in the world. Or, like, situations that I've encountered. Um, And they're not specific. Like, oh, December 15th, 2011, I experienced this moment at a coffee shop. You know, like, it's not anything like that. I think it just kind of all... I don't know, once you get things that went on in your brain, they all kind of just mush together.
0: Do you do you think about that while you're painting it then, or does that kind of come after where you're looking at it and you sort of see the things that remind you of experiences?
2: Yeah, it totally comes later. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's... If you think about it while you're making it, then I start painting stick people, and that's just not okay. <laughs> so. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I- what... What do you um what do you hope someone gets out of your work when they're looking at it, if they're seeing in a gallery or a show?
2: Um Joy and happiness. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I hope that um some of those they can maybe apply some of those situations, you know, if they see those beings in each shape, you know, maybe they can develop a memory or, or like remember something you know, that goes with it or something. Mm -hmm. But they're abstract, though, so I don't know if that's what people see when they look at them. Like you said, you saw, like, objects or, like, a still life or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, I like using the really bright colors because um, they're kind of, I almost said deafening, but you're, like, seeing them, you don't hear them. Mm -hmm. Blinding, I guess, would be the correct term. Mm -hmm. They're a bit blinding because they're so bright. So... um,
0: I think abstract can be the most relatable at times mm-hmm. because it's 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 less like it tells you less what to think about it, and you have to kind of interpret it yourself. True. So I, I found it that. to be pretty relatable, mm-hmm. which I like.
2: Yeah, cause, I mean, you can totally put your own meaning to it because there's not a whole lot of direction tells you where to go with your thoughts or ideas about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I Never thought about that way.
1: Really. Oh. Last year you did, I think it was last year you did the the mural on the side of Mom and Pops, right? Oh,
2: yeah, I did do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: how did you come into that? You just...
2: So, okay, Sean and Casey, the owners, I used to work for Sean at Hot Topic in the mall, like, many moons ago. And um, him and his wife have always loved my paintings. And um, when they took ownership of Mom and Pops, they really wanted to have a mural. And um, I think ultimately they just because they love my paintings and, like, ice cream, blobby shapes, mural. So I, th- that's I think that's what they were thinking. It's my assumption anyway. Um, I've never done a mural before. That was my first one. And uh, it was different, different than painting on sateen <laughs> or canvas. So it was really fun, though, that's for sure.
1: Did it, did it, when you were painting it, there was a different feeling? Did it have the same kind of... Um,
2: like physical feeling or, like, emotional feeling? Yeah,
1: emotional feeling or, I mean, however you want to interpret that.
2: Um, I think it, it definitely had a different emotional feeling um, because it, I was in the public eye, first of all. There were people watching me all the time. It was really kind of, it wasn't, like, nerve-wracking or anything because it was like I was doing my job per se, um, but it was just really like, okay, yep, I'm here to do this thing, um, I didn't really feel any emotional attachment to it, um, and I think because of, like, how big it was, I always had, like, a lot of color right in my face, I mean, when you step back from it, you can see all of it out, you know, mm-hmm. in the same space, but when you're up close and personal with it, it's like, all right, I gotta make sure I cover all these spots or whatever, so, um... Yeah, I think my my attachment to it is much different than, like, the paintings that I'm making in my own home, you know? Hmm.
0: How long does a project like that take? What was it, a (laughs) 12-foot wall?
2: I think so. Actually, I don't even know how big it was. Um, Fairly
0: large. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That took me... I think it took, like, uh, 22 hours or 18 hours or something around there. Um, Took me, like... I would do, like, two to four hours a day. It would take me, like, six days or something. So whatever that math is. Mm -hmm. Um, There was also a guy named Levi who did time-lapse photography. Mm -hmm. So um, there's, like, a whole video out there. I think it's, like, eight minutes long from, like, beginning to end. That's cool. Levi Jansen is his his name. I don't know if you're familiar. No, Mm. I haven't
1: heard of him. Yeah. I'll have to look it up Check after it this yeah. um
0: you want to pivot into music sure um let's do it yeah yeah so you're in a musical project what do you play What's your i play food?
2: drums Speedweed. <laughs> yeah that's cool mm-hmm.
0: how long has that been going on for
2: um okay so Speedweed. i okay how do i ex- there's so many things to talk about right now all right so Speedweed has been a band for a couple years Amber Mm -hmm. is, like, the lead singer and guitarist. I've been playing with Amber for, like, on and off for, like, eight or nine years. Um, But I've been playing in Speedweed for, I guess we'll say, like, a year at this point. So, um, yeah.
0: That's cool. And you've been in other projects before that?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Amber and I have been in three separate bands together. Or two of the same. Three of the same. Separate? Same bands? You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Three
1: projects together. Together.
2: <laughs> but they're all three separate projects.
1: <laughs> but you're on, you're on a break now for recording? Said?
2: Yeah, yeah. So we just played a show two weeks ago. Um, and yeah, we're taking some time off for the winter to do, finally do some recording. Um, we just got another bassist um, recently. So he's going to help us out, record some stuff. Because she and I were playing as a duo for a couple shows. Yeah. Um, pending a new bassist. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll just do it in her basement.
1: And what's coming up? Is it, Are we talking about an album, an EP? Um,
2: oh, Probably an EP, yeah. We have, like, we call it our quick six songs. Our set's, like, probably 20 minutes. Um, and uh, it's going to be mostly those minute and a half, two-minute long songs. Um, so it'll be not a full-length album by any means.
0: What's the vibe? Is it? mellow rocky
2: um no uh it's like i have always described it as like girls screaming and yelling um but like talking about punching nazis and stuff too
1: that's um, always good
2: yeah so um but now we have a male bassist so um it's still girls yelling and screaming um but then there's josh
1: sure so girls and Josh
2: yeah That's good. exactly <laughs> yeah and Amber and I call each other mommy so it's like the mommies and Josh mm-hmm. yeah there's no reason behind that at all <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, mommy <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah it's great
0: one of the other projects you've been doing is uh dance right yeah a, you teach dance as well I teach as dance as
2: I take dance perform.
0: yeah
2: and perform yeah can yeah. you
0: Mention a little bit about that, <clears throat> what, what kind of stuff that is.
2: And. Yeah, so um, I teach and take classes at Satori Violet Belly Dance. Um, and I, I teach like a basic beginning class or whatever, and then I teach a technique class. Mm-hmm. Um, both are great. Um, and I also take, I take a class, it's called Fly Fusion, um, and that's like a dance format that Violet actually invented. I don't like using that word, though. It's another word Wait. for invented. Created, developed. Developed. I She's a developer that. of Fly Fusion, so it's like um, a <clears throat> improvisational dance format that works on cues. Hmm. To so there's like a leader and followers, and you the leader will do something that'll cue into like a move, like a combination of some kind, and the leaders follow. I'm sorry, follows followers follow the leader. Yeah there we go.
0: Is it, is it a, the fly? Where's that come from?
2: So it's is on the fly. It a, so it's like, um, okay. it, yeah, I mean, you I can, was wondering
0: if it was like a silks thing yeah. or a,
2: no, no. So it's, it's referencing, like you can do this to any music hmm. ever. Like, and if you know the format and you know, like the combinations and all the cues and stuff, you can dance with anybody who also knows it, which is really cool. So like. We, we have dancers in, like, Memphis, Tennessee. We've got dancers in North Carolina. So, like, they can come to Mankato where we can go anywhere and we can dance together and do the same format, which is, like, crazy awesome. Oh, how
1: did it it spread so far starting right here? That's amazing.
2: Because um, Violet is amazing.
1: Oh, yeah. she like, teach other places? Yeah, than?
2: so actually, um, so yeah, so she developed Fly Fusion in 2011, I think. Um, so I've been dancing Fly Fusion since like the beginning of it, um, but most recently in the past like year, um, she started having these intensives where you can learn... Um, well, you you can learn it by taking classes, but the intensive, you can become a certified um, dancer, like a practitioner, or a certified instructor. Um, so there's different phases of it. So there's foundations, uh, metamorphosis, expansion, and pillars, which are the four phases of Fly Fusion. Um, and actually next month is going to be the first phase two certification program. So I'm certified in the foundation, hmm. so I'm like, I can teach it. Um, and actually I did teach a workshop out in Philadelphia in, over the summer, in August. So I, there's some girls um, and guys actually that dance um, out near Philly and uh, some of them do it online. There's an online Um, Studio that Violet has and uh, they can learn it online Mm -hmm. and then we can all dance together. So She's like using
0: how does an online studio work? Do they have like live streams or so?
2: She does do some live streaming, but as far as the Fly Fusion online, it's all pre-recorded videos Um, You have to have a membership so you pay for your monthly membership and then you have access to like all these videos Mm -hmm. Um, There's like, you know, just regular foundation or like basic belly dance things, but then there's also the Ply Fusion side mm-hmm. with all the stuff involved in that. And it's, um, it's a language, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta learn the language in order to do it. So, and it's, I mean, it's a huge thing when you're like, when you go to Satori Violet, there are so many women there. There's, we don't have many male dancers. I think we have like one or two, um, Every once in a while, we get some that come in and dance or whatever, but it's mostly women, and um, it's there's so many of us that it's like hard to believe that um, some people aren't aware of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Well, I've certain I've heard of Fly Fusion in Mankato. Yeah. It's, I've heard plenty of dancers talk about it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that it
0: originated here. That's yeah, awesome.
2: Yeah, it's super awesome. Really cool. So, yeah. How
0: would you get involved in belly dance and? One-five well, fusion as well.
2: Yeah, so actually Violet and I played in a band together. It was mm. me, Violet, Amber, and Danny. We were Angry Bukowski. I don't know if you remember Angry Bukowski back in the day, but um, we were pretty popular. Um, but Violet <laughs> has been dancing since she was like uh, 14 or 15 or something. Um, and she started her studio, Satori Violet Belly Dance, in like 2000-whatever. and. Um, she convinced me essentially to start dancing. I grew up playing sports. I'm Mm -hmm. very clumsy, do not work well on both of my feet, so um, thinking about me dancing was like a, not something that I ever would've thought. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so to be like teaching dance and taking all these advanced classes is really not normal. To think about really for me um but somehow it's my my reality so hmm. yeah
0: it's interesting how those things mm-hmm. blow
2: yeah just she just convinced me one day and here i am cool yeah, yeah.
1: well i was like 10 years ago now 15
2: that <laughs> she started the studio
1: yeah well convinced you
2: well yeah 2012 2011 yeah, it's 2020, isn't it?
0: It is. It ten years.
2: Yeah, I think it'll be nine this year. Studio will be nine this year. Yeah, uh,
0: it's, it's And like, that's in town?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. It's on Chestnut Street across from the Cato Ballroom. Oh,
1: awesome. Yep. But has it always been in that location?
2: No. She, so they were down on Belgrade. Is that the main one when you first go into North Mankato?
0: hmm
2: Yeah. So there was like natural pathways. Do you remember that? It was like a really quick um, holistic healing center. Um, they had like classes and stuff. Hmm. And so she taught there for a while, and then she moved to Front Street, where Janae's hot dog was the second I don't one, know what that is the dog grooming place oh,
0: that she hot just dog. closed.
2: Yeah, hot
0: <laughs> hot
2: dog. So she was there before Janae was there. But then they moved to Chestnut Street. So sh- I guess they've been there for a few years now.
0: Okay. I don't
2: know. I'm giving you, like, an entire background on something that's kind of important. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of the other things I wanted to ask you about was your pop-up art show. Yeah. Because I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And you, When did you start doing that, and what is it kind of in a nutshell? Um,
2: <clears throat> so I started doing those in November of 2020. 20-
0: 18, 19? Early 18. No, it had to be before that, because we did our first eight, 2018.
2: I moved back in May of 2018.
0: Okay, okay so, yeah, so it was probably 2018. Okay,
2: wow, that's hard to believe. So, yeah, November of 2018, um, I had our first pop-up show. Um, and so the idea behind these pop-up shows is any artist of any age um who's never shown work before, who's shown work for 30 years of their life, whatever stage they're at, um, show their work for free. There's no payment of any kind. Um, there's no application. You just, if you want to do it, you can do it. Um, and then showing the work at a location that's not really like a normal spot where you'd see art. So our first location was at um Mogwai Collaborative, which mm. is that um co-working space on Riverfront. And so, to me, that was like, um, it's an artistic space, but it's more of like a computer-y technology thing. Because it's obviously co-working space where people mm-hmm. work online or whatever. So, um, I was like, well, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like, it doesn't con- really contradict, but it's, um, there's a word I'm thinking of that I can't...
0: They clash nicely.
2: Yeah. What'd you say?
0: Foil. What? Like a foil. They contrast. Foilé. Yeah.
2: Foil- is that, no. Oh, foil. Okay. <laughs> I like foil myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they clash nicely. Um, so, yeah, that was our first one, was in November. So then every month, uh, every month I try to do it, but then we had like snow and stuff. So uh, we did it at the Makerspace. Um, we did have one at Hot Dog, which is why mm-hmm. I know exactly where it's located. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's another one somewhere in there but uh yeah the idea is just to get anybody who makes art out and show their work out in the public eye um and uh it was pretty exciting you know we i had some musicians playing um oh the one thing that's required of all artists is that they have to bring one food or beverage item to share Mm -hmm. because everybody loves free food and drink
0: yeah
2: exactly so and so you it's know. just
0: a one-day, like, show yep. event? One
2: that's thing, cool. pop-up, pop-in, pop-out, boom, done. Um, I always explain to the artist, I said, if we're ever going to have... Or, like, if you're out in the middle of a field, there's no electricity, it's in the middle of the night, how are you going to show your art? So, like, you're going to bring an easel, you're going to bring a table, you're going to bring chairs, a lamp, et cetera, et cetera. Um, You know, hmm. make something out of nothing, pretty much. So, yeah, that's so that's, that's the idea. Um, I haven't been doing them just because um, I'm a very busy lady. Got a lot of things on my plate. Um, but you're
0: gonna get back into it at some point. Or? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important to the artists that um, feel like underrepresented and feel like they can't get their work out there because there's something hindering them from doing so. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Applying to a show and not getting accepted or being in a jury art show and not getting, you know, an award or something, Um, you know. And then there's people out there that just want to show it and don't want it to be a big ol', you know.
0: Well, it's fun to bring it into new space, too. Yeah, exactly. that's a fun element.
2: Yeah. And I, I, there's like a handful of artists um, per show that had never shown their work. I didn't even know they were artists. And I'm like, this is amazing work. We're... Have you shown this? Like, oh I've never shown it. Like, you need to show it more because people need to see this, you know? Um, so it was it was really exciting on many different levels.
0: Yeah, that's really neat.
2: Yeah.
1: And if people want to interact with those, is there like a is there a space online where they can see the upcoming ones or
2: well, you see, I tried doing that and um never really happened (laughs) so but there's an instagram at omnimatter which is o-m-n-i-m-a-t-t-e-r and um they can look at past artists that have been on there Uh, i try to make sure that i posted about each artist before each um pop-up show um so they can see you know who's been where and when and all that stuff Mm. so yeah
0: awesome Mm -hmm. well why don't we do plugs yeah we got anything else to talk about Anything that you want to chat about haven't yet? Any other projects? Do we get through all your projects, or do you have something else going on? we got the belly dance, the art, the pop-ups.
2: Yeah, I think that's about it. Cool. I think my life is a little more exciting, but...
0: It sounds exciting. I didn't mean to summarize it. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) That's not what I meant. (laughs) No, like, in my head, I'm like, man,
2: I think we've only been talking for, like, 20 seconds, but... (laughs) I was talk really fast, so.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And so where can people find you um, if they're looking to keep up with your art or the dance? Or
2: um, okay. Abby Delecky Art. This is all Instagram, by the way. Abby Delecky Art. Speedweed MN. Satori Violet. Fly Fusion. Omnimatter. Five. Five separate things you can catch me on at mostly all times. Cool. Yeah.
0: Right on. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: Good talking with you. Good chat. Thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes for this and every episode at triplefalls.org.